Welcome to the Masters in Motion podcast, where we empower Masters athletes to reach their full potential. Join us as we delve into the world of CrossFit and showcase the strength, resilience, and determination of Masters athletes, because we love this sport. I'm Jason Grubb. I'm here with Rick Stevenson again. This is episode 15. Rick, can you believe it? We continue to make some progress, don't we? Oh, it's so much fun. This is one of the highlights right here of the week is to be able to get on the phone, uh, get on a call, get on the podcast, and hang out with you. Um, we just spent about 45 minutes catching up on everything. It's been such a, a busy week, lots of news, lots of information, even starting to think about the off season, And uh, that's what we're going to get into today. So uh, kick us off with some news, Rick. Well, I uh, did hear, I took the time to listen to uh, Jocko's podcast uh, with uh, Dave Castro. I thought it was very interesting. It's uh, not many times you get to hear Castro open up on a uh, platform that is as large as uh, Jocko Willink's uh, platform. I mean, that's next level. That's way up there. So Castro remained as, uh, I think, as guarded as you would expect him to be. I think we learned some other little bits and pieces about him. Uh, funny takeaway that Jason, you're going to have a chance to, uh, enjoy is they, um, Jocko's, uh, nutrition supplement company. I think, I don't know the full name of it though, but his energy drink and his ready to, uh, what do they call it? Ready to drink protein are now going to be official, uh, sponsors, uh, at the CrossFit games. So if you cross the, uh, finish line, you might be able to dig into that cooler, just uh, grab the cooler, grab a, uh, grab a Jocko go yes yep. for energy drink. Yeah. Grab or, the ice, uh, throw or- it on you, grab the towel. Yep, grab the and, and Jocko Go drink. or uh, you know maybe the the Jock Molk, which is that's a tough word to say. Molk, M O L K. And that's say you know M E L K. At night when it's like a thousand degrees on the turf after a big sled push, you know what I want? I want something yeah. that is like the word Molk. Uh, that's the first thing on the top of my head for Pour sure. It into your right. Yuck. Uh, it's just it's it's a it's a it's a nice uh, uh, way to get that supplement brand out. Um, yeah. You said it earlier. It's a pretty big commitment. I'm sure we don't know numbers, uh, but the, the tie that they have as uh, former seals uh, that those bonds run deep. I, I know uh, Jocko. I'm sure negotiated with many people other than Dave. But uh, no one needs to put in a better word than uh, Mr. Castro for that. Yeah, for that and relationship. I mean, I'm a fan of Jocko. He's he's fun to listen to. He's very very serious. Um, got a lot of energy. But uh, you know, if I if I need a good two and a half hour three hour podcast, I you know jumping on like and listening to Joe Rogan and Jocko just just talk for a couple of hours. Yep. Uh, it's very entertaining. So uh, he's a passionate dude and he's, he's I, been expanding his empire. I can, uh, I can waste probably a half an hour rolling through all of his episodes, just finding one that I think I want to start. Yet when I start, I know it's three and a half hours long. So, right. Uh, it, it's gotta be the right story. It's gotta hit me at the you know right time. But boy, oh, I, does he have, yeah. he's been doing it for so many years. I mean, it, like sometimes it's, it's, it is, it's just that 15 minutes at the start of a, a training session that I'm actually just trying to find something I want to listen to. And Jocko is at podcast yeah. number 384. He's, so oh, soon enough, ridiculous. we'll be there. Yeah. Soon enough, yeah. we'll be crossing yeah. 384. Uh, so I will have, we'll, have, we'll have entered Enjoy. the 60 and 65 year old category. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be good. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we did see, uh, and you and I had been talking off, uh, offline over the past week, we saw some peculiar scores in the 45 to 49 year old age group, um, 
turns out there's actually a couple of peculiar scores in the 50 to 59 year old age group as well. Um, looks like uh, Andrew Hiller uh, got word of some of those anomalies. And uh, I think you and I have both watched uh, his video uh, on uh, Gerard, I think is how I say uh, the gentleman's name, who uh, technically and in, in, in apparently officially, uh, although there's a lot of skepticism around it, uh, did uh, more thrusters in the ring muscle up and thruster workout than uh, me. He beat me by 18 reps, which is that's really where you and I were like, that's a little suspect. 18 reps in five minutes is a lot of work. But he also beat Rich Froning. Uh, the 10-time games champion, and he beat Scott Panchek, who got 81 reps in that workout, which is also just generally unbelievable. Uh, but that's Scott Panchek. He is a goat of, I mean, he's a, he's a legend. Um, Go to the sport. The, yep. Yeah, of the sport. And, and uh, you know, the, the, some of the scores are so deviated from the pack that it, it raises some eyebrows. So uh, I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, you you may have stumbled across that Hiller podcast. We thought it was, um, I know that it's, I just say we, but for me, I thought it was well done. Uh, there were points that he brought up that I, I didn't even consider, um, you know, the, the possibility that, uh, this person could be using performance-enhancing drugs. You'd never know, um, but they're more readily available in other countries than they are here, so it's always peculiar. The weight plates is something that had come up in conversations, which is just really curious. I, 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 I even try to think, like, could I have done 82 reps in that workout with, say, 95 pounds or even 115 versus 135? And it's still a heck of a workout in the time that time frame to try to hit 82 reps in that five-minute mark. So uh, a lot of controversy there, and I think that that story is probably going to be ongoing. We may even know more about this next week. Yeah. Yes, because it's nothing's official yet. Remember the leaderboard that we will, would like to talk about, uh, but we'll choose to wait until the invites go out uh, officially. That's not locked until May 10th, so just a few Correct. more days. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a fa- since I'm a fan of the sport, and those that know me, I've told many people this. I mean, I'm I'm a leaderboard watcher. You know, I'll sort by um, each individual test, and then you take a look, and that those numbers just kind of stood out. Uh, it, you know, you and the rest of the 45 to 49 are so clustered yeah. uh, that, you know, the top six or seven are clustered around three, four, five reps. And even for test 3A, which was the barbell cycling, it's just a number that really sticks out. And the only comparison, as you said, you have to the 35 to 39 is because everybody, we all use 135 for the bar. Uh, I I will mention the this um, interesting Foz uh, podcast later that he did on the CrossFit Games, the official one. Uh, but he, Boz himself said he watched the Scott Panchik video of test two, and he was really impressed how he moved back and forth between thrusters and muscle ups and had uh, such a methodical way and, and just really no stop. That was his, the transition between the two were really his break. And other than that, he was working. And for Boz to be impressed with Scott, you would expect, you'd understand, you watch Rich go, uh, you know, not on video like we all have, but live and right in person. And you see how these guys work. And then for somebody to be 10 plus years older than these gentlemen and have numbers that are better than them, it just doesn't look right, even on the leaderboard. So we'll see. Uh, but all I know is that that these type of uh, these parts of the season are not without controversy almost every year. So we have maybe some. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. And uh, fun to watch. I know that there's a, there's an entertainment value in in seeing how it all unfolds. But when it comes down to it, uh, if someone gets to the games without 
uh, meeting all the requirements to get there. You know, that may happen and, and it may have happened in previous years. But the, the true test is when you're in person, you have a live judge. Uh, that's where the rubber meets the road. And um, that's Absolutely. that's where I yep. prefer competing. I, I really enjoy when there's someone right there watching and uh, and we're doing it um, as, as far as the leaderboard goes, uh, you know, a couple of things that you noticed, uh, both HQ, uh, uh, you know, still having uh, some fluctuation in the leaderboard. So it's not finalized, mm-hmm. which we, we sort of talked about. There are two days for them to finalize it, if not sooner. But they did mention that that May 10th was when it was finalized. I know that you're a guy that does some screenshots of the leaderboards. Uh, have you seen a lot mm-hmm. of movement even since last week or has the movement started to slow down? Uh in our age group, which I probably pay the most attention to, it really slowed down. Um, yep. There was a lot of movement early on, and we were hearing from each other, you know, a couple penalties assessed here or there. And then certainly it was once uh, HQ incorporated the correct scoring methodology into the, the version of the leaderboard that you could look at uh, on the app or um, on a laptop, then the site, once that was in and the penalties were assessed, it's really slowed down. In fact, I, I spoke with a lady also in our age group, uh, 50 to 54. And she was, she was commenting on how she was surprised that there weren't many, weren't much change in her leaderboard. And I just told her, I think that the women, uh, are better rules followers than we are. I mean, there's no, I think that's the only way (laughs) that you to get to that because for whatever reason, 45 to 49, I know there was movement in 40 to 44 men. I mean, there's always something, somebody's getting assessed, something false starts, out of frame, mm-hmm. you know, you name it, and, and they're getting hit. And here the ladies are, they do what they're asked, what is asked of them, and uh, how it shakes out is where they sit. So I, I, will s- I will say one more thing about that, um, the leaderboard on the 45 to 49, this is where we've got uh, the the primary controversy um, that is on that Hiller video. It's it's with the placement number three, uh, Gerard Garcia. So we've got, we've got him there. Um, and the, the challenge, particularly with this leaderboard and why it matters, uh, is that there's a tie for 10th place. So we have we have positions one through nine. We've got a tie for 10th place. We've got Vlad Leskovich, who I've competed with. He was third place at the games last year. He's sitting in 10th. Uh, so is Breck Berry, who I'm, I'm not familiar with, but he is sitting in 10th. They both have 275 points. Um, but it looks like Vlad maybe had a higher placement in an individual workout uh, generally. And so he's going to win that tie break. But, uh, you know, when you're tied for the exact same points after six total scores, uh, it's really disheartening to think that, you know, maybe Breck Berry or even someone in the 55, 59 year old age group or anyone in any age group Mm -hmm. would miss a chance to get to the games because of some uh, tomfoolery. Um, And again, Mm -hmm. we've got to wait for all this to shake out maybe there will be changes maybe there won't maybe it's actually valid although it feels super unlikely uh but you know we're, we're looking at something where you know if someone takes someone else's spot it's really uh it's really brutal it's a really tough spot we as tough as masters athletes, oh god we sell our souls to try to get there one time one time so right um i just have to be glancing at the leaderboard on that uh other news uh you picked yeah, up I- I was going to say, as if headquarters doesn't have enough going, uh, we saw it was announced that there was uh, there were more layoffs uh, at CrossFit HQ number across a number of different departments. 
Uh, also, you know, that might may impact um, capacity uh, leading. It's it's curious that the timing of the announcement is ahead of the in-person semifinals, which kick off very shortly mm-hmm. um, across the across the world. Now, I know there's a lot of contract work done uh, in a lot of those places, especially the ones in other continents. But um, still, that's that's difficult. You know, put yourself in the employee's shoes. That's a it's a tough pill to swallow. Uh, but then uh, also. Now, all we did was read this, but the, uh, the head of marketing uh, from Noble, um, he uh, looks like he's left. Um, he's someone whose name uh, came onto the scene early on when Noble was announced as, a, as the title sponsor ahead of 2021 after the Reebok contract ended. And uh, for whatever reason, maybe he's got another job or parting ways, whatever. It, again, that's another curious time for somebody who's as is, is much of a face of Noble as he is that he's he's now uh leaving as well so there's a lot of a lot of change underfoot in the companies uh that are directly involved with uh putting on putting on our sport very much so and uh yeah it brings us to and i'll I'll let you take the backstory uh from the the podcast i was gonna really quick talk about legends so when we think about hq uh, and the games, and we think about Masters events, you know, I, I, I hope that there's always a place for Masters athletes at the games, but I know that the Legends Championship has been working you know, tirelessly year after year after year to become one of the premier uh, top Masters competitions. Um, and I've done uh, the Legends Championship three times, uh, 2020, 2021, 2022. In fact, I believe that I met you in 2021 at, uh, in Arizona. I think it was the first time we met and then uh, yep. quickly became friends. And uh, they just announced that they will be going back to Arizona for the 2023 championship, December 7th through the 10th. Uh, that's going to be really fun. You know, I, I love getting in. I love being in warm weather. So I think one of the things that was fun about Phoenix in 2020 was that, you know, that was the COVID year. We didn't have a CrossFit Games and they did hold that event outside in Phoenix in <laughs> December. And it was, or maybe it was January, I can't remember, but it was just warm enough to, to compete outside. Uh, it was a really- It rained. Uh, it and rained it the first time. Yeah, it rained. <laughs> it canceled our strength event. It did. Uh, we, had, oh. we had no one rep max snatch or clean and jerk in the event. Uh, but I'll tell you, the rest of the events were so- heavy uh, that it made up for it anyway the the legends championship in my opinion is a has always been three years in a row an incredibly challenging uh three to four day test that that i've been more sore and more beat up after every legends championship than i was at the games they program some really really challenging things for us uh i believe it was arizona we had a a a, a thruster ladder that finished at 225 so that i mean a ladder it was a race it was crazy. Uh, I remember it, we did. It was some, uh, under a minute. Everybody under was under a minute. minute. It felt like, yeah. Uh, we had yeah. A, we had a workout that had you know for the forty plus age group. It was two hundred and five pound. No, forty five. It was my first year. Forty five. Two hundred and five yeah. pound squat cleans and burpee box jump overs. It was some ungodly amount ten eight six four two or two four six eight ten. Some sort of version like that. It was. Yep. They really programmed some special things, but they do have a qualifier coming up uh, August sixteenth. It'll be after the games, August sixteenth through September tenth. And the registration will close August 31st. So their qualifier, they'll, they'll release the workouts. You'll have you know, as much time as you want between August 16th, September 10th to complete the qualifiers. Uh, you and I did the qualifiers last year because they're uh, they're 
a lot of fun to do. Um, uh, you and, did. Oh, I me and Mike. You. That's right. Yes, that's you and happened. Mike. Um, you and Mike did them together. Yeah, that's right. I did it <laughs> for. I did it for fun. You. Well, you. Yeah, you had a broken foot. Yeah, that's you know you just conveniently <laughs> that's... broke your foot. Uh, but foot. Uh, so you no, and Mike went head to head. That's right. We went head to head. I was just trying to create some content for fun, and but it was great. We had a really good time going through those qualifiers, uh, and I think. You know, if you're if you're a masters athlete uh, and you're looking to gain that experience of competing in a larger field on the big stage, uh, and and you want to get some reps in uh, the Legends Championship and Masters Fitness Collective, while we're at it, those are great events to go and and compete with some of the best masters athletes in the world. You know, and what's great about Legends, I, I know more about Legends than Masters Fitness Collective, but as as we get details about all these events, we'll share those with you because we dig all these events. Um, but with Legends. You know, they're going to have, for most age groups, 40 spots. Um, now, th- some of those spots will be taken from you know, invites from past winners. Uh, the qualifiers to the games get an invitation as well. But when it comes down to it, there's going to be 40 spots, male and female, in the elite divisions uh, with, uh, I think, over 20 spots that could be, uh, could be had through the online qualifier at least. So 40 total through the 45 to 49-year-old, 50-54 is 30, 55-59 is 30 total, males and females. Uh, 60 to 64, 20 total, 65 plus 10 total, 420 total individual athletes. Plus, they're going to have teams and I believe scaled uh, as well. So this is going to be a huge event. Um, Really good practice. If you're looking to get really good at the the open quarterfinals, semifinals, you want to get uh, yourself in a spot where you're doing online qualifiers in front of a camera as many times as possible, uh, and then getting to a big event like this so you can experience everything that goes into it, all the adrenaline, all of the fatigue, a, you know, long days of multiple events over multiple days. Um, I, I feel like I just pitched uh, you know, for this whole thing, but I it's not pitching right. for legends, just saying these are great opportunities um, to get out there and get some experience. And I know that you've, you and I have done these for multiple years and they've been amazing mm-hmm. experiences, right? Uh, yeah, the, uh, the times, they're obviously off-season events. The times of the year are, work out really well. Uh, Masters Fitness Collective doesn't uh, interfere too closely on the timing of the calendar with uh, legends. So both can be done without overtaxing yourself. Yeah. Uh, and finishing up with Legends in December gives you an idea, okay, here's who I might see um, in the age group in the next year ahead. And I still have time to recover and then maybe you know yeah. work on a few more things as January rolls around because then the Open starts in February. So to have a higher level uh, Masters competition in late September, early October for Masters Collective and then uh, early December for Legends is not asking too much of you in the off season if you want to put yourself in these you know uncomfortable positions because how else are you know if you like to compete how else are you going to go, uh, grow you know yeah. you need to get comfortable being uncomfortable very much you got to put in the reps there's no yep. other way around Absolutely. it you, you got to do live competitions to get good at live competitions mm-hmm. um, now uh, i think you and i both listened it, you know heading back to the semifinal conversation because it's it, it's still so fresh leaderboard isn't finalized so we're still in the in the honeymoon phase of of the post semifinals experience but we did get some information from the crossfit podcast uh, where bossman was able to do some explanations around uh where he was coming from with test one test two test three uh 
clearly what we're getting from Boz is that he digs uh, or he likes the history of CrossFit events. He pulls some things out of the archives, you know? So what did, what did you pick up from that podcast? Uh, well, I was going to say you, uh, I remember that he mentioned for test one uh, was a mini version of the triple three, which was uh, put in for the individual athletes in the 2014 games. And it was the famous uh, Rich Froning had to walk at the end of the run, which at that point in time, you never you, you thought he was bulletproof. And uh, he actually showed that there was maybe a, a slight hole in the game, which, you know, we he has certainly corrected since then. But our version of uh, run, row, I mean, let's get the order right. Row, double under, run was his take on triple three as best he could given that it was going to be online and you had to keep it to, to uh, you in the frame. So that's yeah. why we were, were given more shuttle runs, unfortunately, but interesting. I like that. And then test it, two. Oh, go ahead. Test one. I was just going to say, I, you know, I, I really, I, I really hated how much pain I was in, in work in event number one. And so I had this distaste for it in, my mouth or my my brain, my history, my memory. And then after hearing Boz say that he sort of was trying to put together kind of the triple three or a version of that for this workout, all of a sudden, all the nostalgia that I feel about those historical events, I'm like, oh, yeah. well, that workout one was really fun. Like it, I, now my, my brain yeah. has literally reprogrammed or reframed the memory to the fact that we did kind of a version of the triple three and it makes a lot more sense. And so I'm not as mad at Boz anymore about the shuttle runs i forgive i forgive him i pardon him <laughs> yeah and you and you know coming up in madison you'll run in a more than likely a straight line and you will I not mean, have 25 feet to go back and it forth it better be i'm It'll still be practicing straight line out a circle better be uh test two test two he he brought up they didn't talk way back it was 2009 he and a couple of uh gym owners out there in norcal uh came up with uh this idea for uh, one of the NorCal qualifiers. He didn't call it a regional, but this is way back before we had the um, qualifying processes framed up as it is now. It was a NorCal uh, qualifier of which it was an eight-minute, uh, basically choose-your-own-adventure, uh, power cleans at 185 and ring muscle-ups. And he loved the idea of putting a minimum work requirement in, and then you design the rest of it based on are you a gymnastics ninja do you like to be under a heavy bar? And he said, think of this in 2009 uh, uh, context. 185 for power clean was not light as the individual athletes would now consider it to be. And he thought it was 10 muscle ups at that time. 10 muscle ups was a pretty good separator back in yep. 2009 for male and female. So that's where he pulled this from. Uh, many ways to uh, many ways to get this this work done as we as we've seen and now I've heard and continue to kick myself <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah he's pulling a history and then test uh, test three we can I'm, I'm guilty of this uh, last couple of weeks we've called it DT like or DT style just because it had that feel to yep. it he pulled the idea for test three from semifinals for age group this year from the chief which is five rounds uh, and then it's uh, Oh boy, I knew I was going to be tested. There's air squats. Oh, don't do this. Push ups. Right? Push ups and, and a bar. Yep. And I want to say, 
Yeah, I'm sure you're looking it up right now. I but, am looking it up but right because now. But it it, because it's five rounds in interval style, that's really where he came up with the idea of it, mm. even though on paper it looks a lot closer to us like, like DT because of the deadlift, the clean, and then the shoulder and overhead. Yeah, I just looked up the Chief. And when I was listening to the podcast, I was at the same time trying to remember the Chief. And I, I think I've done this a few times. It's one of those workouts that you underestimate because it's Absolutely. it's this. It's, it's an AMRAP three minutes. And you do five three-minute AMRAPs with a one-minute break in between. So there's that similarity. Uh, ours was two-minute AMRAPs, obviously. Three power cleans, six push-ups, nine air squats. So while our workout was very different from that, it, I would say this is really like the Chief meets uh, DT. DT. Yeah. And yeah. I bet that the first iteration of this was three minutes and maybe went through some testing. Also, the time domain of 19 minutes was just too long. Like we've already done 19-minute workout. It was so... The, Bringing it down to that uh, 15 minute range yep. makes more sense with the two minutes on one minute off, five rounds. Um, really, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that event. Uh, it, you know, it, it was one that really built up. And I think the Chief, I think I've only done the Chief a couple of times, but the Chief has a very similar stimulus where, like, round one, you feel pretty good. You got a lot of confidence in yourself to be able to hold that pace. And by round four, you're dying a slow death. And by round five, your heart rate is. Zone five, maybe even touching zone six, uh, which I think is actually cardiac arrest. But it 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 doesn't. That one minute does not allow you to recover enough. So it just starts to build and build and build and build. And I love workouts like that. I I really love workouts like that. So that was uh, that was really something. Um, but really cool. Agreed with you to hear how Boz uh how Boz digs into the the history of CrossFit. You know, pulls from those old journal articles. Thinks deeply about um what he's putting together. You know, I know that uh, the team semifinals uh, workouts came out, and I know that individual semifinal workouts will come out. I think Thursday. Uh, we may touch on that next week because I think it's fun to really try to dig into where Boz is coming from. What is he thinking? What's the? It, it, he may just keep it keep us guessing. You know, really if. He may just keep us guessing, but there may be some patterns that we might be able to pick up on that is very Boz-like versus very Castro-like uh, in their, uh, you know, in, in how he implements things. So, I mean, I love it. I, I reviewed the team workouts uh, today after I was done working out, and you know, I got lost in some of the workouts. Not lost, but digging in, thinking about how I would do that, and and thinking how grateful I was to not be on a team because some of those workouts are really gnarly. Uh, but uh, I do like I do like understanding where Boz comes from. You know, he was so gracious to come on our podcast. I, I, you know, episode six, seven, eight. I can't remember somewhere in there. But he was really gracious to share with us his thought process behind the open and even behind the individual quarterfinals because they had been released and he decided to come on our podcast the week after individual quarterfinals came out and we were able to ask him some really pointed questions about some of his programming and uh, where he comes from, what he's thinking. And it, I mean, he's just a delightful human being. So. Uh, that was a long rant to just say, I, I'm a fan of the guy. I like him. I like that he, he has really deep roots in the foundations of CrossFit. And I'm always curious to see what he's going to do with that in his own you know sort of art form as a programmer. Uh, it, it's easy to say, go back and do your homework or know that he's pulling from the past. But at the end, there's just so much. Uh, you need <laughs> yeah. to be well-rounded. And in the end, it's as simple as, as an athlete, you're going to just do what's put in front of you. You're going to shut your mouth, come up with a plan, do the work. But every time, retrospectively, looking back and tying these themes together, that's fun. Gives us something to talk about. And because yeah. we appreciate the history of the sport, allows us yeah. to dive a little deeper into it. And yeah. uh, you know he'll be telling you where the genesis is 
genesis uh, is of these team workouts after the fact. After when the it gets fact, all said and done. So listen, listen for those, and then uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll we'll see what the threads are. It'll be yeah, good. Absolutely. Well, shifting gears, we've got. You know, we we talked last week about semifinals and our experiences, and the leaderboard is obviously still not finalized. But we've got a pretty good idea uh, where we stand. Uh, it, it looks like looks like I'll be going back to the games. It'll be my fifth year headed back to the games, which is just remarkable. I I, I often I can't believe that I get to do this again. Um, and but we sort of talked about like you know what what does the next season look like for us because now we after semifinals whether you make it to the games or we don't make it to the games we're moving into a different season so for you what right. does what does this season look like and i know that you're still digesting it it's still very early sure. but your brain yeah. your brain moves as fast as mine so i know that you've got some things Absolutely. rolling around in there it was it was a it was a busy week personally and then you add trying to process all this on top of it, not performing exactly the way I wanted to and running up against some, some really strong fit guys. Uh, I'm going to have a meeting with my coach later this week, uh, lay out an idea of what we want to attack, uh, maybe some more address some more weaknesses. We talk about it, but uh, you actually have to put the work in. Uh, it, approaching the off season this year is a little earlier for one. Both sure. of us last May were not even through semifinals yet. So we have an extra added month. Um, I will look to uh, participate in some of these online qualifiers for legends, certainly, to be eligible to compete on a team. Uh, I know you need to do the qualifier. Uh, Masters Fitness Collective as well on a team. And then uh, we have a fun uh, regional uh, competition here in Northeast Ohio, uh, the beginning of August. So I'll be, I've agreed to do that as well. And it just, it's different. Uh, did it in 2019 and it was a good experience. Uh, I want to just also take time to have a little fun this summer. There's a lot of things I sacrificed last year, uh, you know, that I just wasn't able to do. And then as soon as I got back, we made a joke about it earlier, but with the broken foot, it really limited my ability to get outdoors and do even more. So yeah. knock on wood, uh, I want to enjoy summer a little bit more this year. Be, be careful stepping out of golf carts. Okay? I'm not be going to at all. Yeah. No, no, no. We're gonna, I'm so gonna just, you know, uh, this, this may be, uh, this may come out of left field, uh, but just to ask you, so, you know, I, I know that there's, there's certainly an element of disappointment uh, in not making the games. You know, you and I are both guys that were highly competitive. We, we do this. We love the sport. You now you've tasted the games. You've been there and it's a special thing really special to be there um you know you and i every night at the games we sat in the in the mosquito net of the the outside tent that, that we had we had our compression pants on and we just chit-chatted uh crossfit and we may even have had like a half a glass of wine i don't remember but every night was just a really fun so you've had that experience um can you put words to the the sense of you know what it's like to not make it um you know there were 30 competitors in every age group and 20 of those aren't going to the games in every age group so it's a lot of people um can you put words to what that what it feels like um, you know, maybe for Rick Stevenson. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, it's an incredible opportunity, and you're blessed uh, with that when you have had the opportunity to make it there. Yeah. And when you haven't and you step back, but you still look at you're one of the final 30 in your age group in the world, um, not taking anything away from the individual elite athletes, but there's still 60 of them, 60 males, 60 females from their geographic region. And it's the level of athleticism at that stage is incredible. And it's no, um, it is an incredible accomplishment to make it to the top 60 is what I want to say. But 
it's still from their geographic region. When you look at our age groups, they're taking 10 from the world and the other 20, while disappointing, uh, should not be should not hang your head too low because you still have had a very good and successful season, emerged healthy, uh, emerged with an idea of what I now need to work on, and those are some of the thoughts that I'm going to take forward with me into the off season uh, because it was not the final goal attained, but not lost uh, at all. Right. It's you even making it to semifinals. You are in the top 99 point something percent. Um, whatever that math is, you know, in your age group, there's there's you know, over 10,000 men. Is that correct? Um, mm-hmm. In the yep. open. And, yep. and you're, you know, you're in you're 30. It's really wild to think about, staggering to think about these numbers. And the you're not just the best 1%. You're, you're in that top, some sort of decimal, whatever that is in that percentage. Yeah. Just to make it, math, to, right? yeah. whatever the math is. Um, <laughs> yeah. and, and then to go out and be tested. Um, and again, going back to Masters Athletes, where the day after semifinals, you know, you're on the road um, doing family things. Mm-hmm. You have family yep. things. And you did that, uh, I, you know, within days after the CrossFit Games. You were yep. headed out to do we're family things. We into college. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, yep. yeah, there's still breaks. There's still days off. When we get a day mm-hmm. off, it's it, we, we're training or we take a day off to make sure we can do uh, semifinals or, or quarterfinals or, or the Masters Fitness Collective or Legends or a local competition. I mean, there's just so much on our plate. Um, yeah, it was it was. I think it was important to, to speak to that. That there's a lot of there's a lot of athletes that uh, sold their souls, and there's there's it's an honor to be in that place to even be able to compete at semifinals um, or any of the any of the higher level competitions. Uh, for me, um, I think I mentioned this before. It was at maybe it was dinner last night, and I was uh, you know I was talking to my wife, and she said, you know, does it just blow your mind that that you're going back to the games? And I said, yes, every time, every single invite that it's. It's it's nearly the same as the first invite. You know, that first invite, you know, I I qualified, but it, there's it, it means nothing until you see the invitation in your inbox, you know, on your phone, and you're you're checking and checking and checking. You get that actual invite, and there's just goosebumps that go through your body. It's electrical, um, and and that doesn't go away. It's never a given. You know, people are uh, often online say, you know, oh, Jace, you know, obviously you're going to make it to the games. Can't wait to cheer you on the games. I'm like, y'all are really nice. But you have no idea how challenging it is. You know, we were talking earlier about the deviation from when we're talking about someone else that has a score that's so far from the pack. Uh, you know, I I won semifinals and I won by thirty points or something like that. Whatever. Um, that that's just a pretend number. We're one or two reps ahead on thrusters. One or two reps from the other guys. Mm-hmm. And on uh the the on event three, the DT slash chief workout. You know. I, the the guy that got second place in that I got I took third. Um, the other person so called scores is just out there. We we'll just leave that out there. But um, we're within two reps of each other. And you know my stiffest competition from the games over the past two years has been Mike Kern, and he is always right there. It's right there. So it's not like you could just say, Ah, oh, Jason, you're totally going to make it to the games. No, I have to battle my tail off in every single workout. Every workout has to go as planned. Um, I, I even think back to standing at that last rope climb in event 
number four, it's the last legless rope climb. I felt like I got punched in the face. I didn't expect this workout to just destroy me the way it had. And I'm sitting there. I can't climb the rope. I cannot even attempt. I know my body. I know if I try to climb the rope right now, I will fail and I will not finish this workout. And if I don't finish this workout, I'm probably not going to the games. Like, I, And I don't know any of this in actual numbers. That's just literally my brain with no oxygen trying to do math and watching the clock just tick and tick and tick and tick. And I'm looking at the clock. I tell myself, I've got to wait 30 seconds. I get to the 30 second mark. I'm like, okay, I have to do this rope climb. And I'm panicking because if I, I am max effort on this thing. If I had to do one more pull, I probably fall from 15 feet onto the hard pavement or the hard ground. Um, but what that's what how you close. said. Yeah. Well, what, what you said, how close you and Mike are a couple of reps here or there, you're doing it in a vacuum, both of you. You just don't know. That's the toughest part about these online blind leaderboard yes. competitions where you have to sell out yes. because athlete X, Y, and Z being Mike and the others are selling yeah. out too. And you don't know how everybody's going to shake out because they're not in the lane next to you. You can't see that you've got a small lead. Okay. And I, I can take my foot off the gas because I just right. know my cycle time is going to be faster than his cycle time. You can't yep. do that when you're going through these semis and quarters with no one else around other nope. than pace Pacing athletes. Yeah, pacing athletes. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And, uh, uh, you know, one might think, you know, if if I hurt this bad, then everyone hurt this bad. But again, if you're blind, you just don't know that. They just mm -hmm. don't know. You've never, I've never seen Mike Kern do this workout with a goblet squat and rope climbs. I just know he can climb a rope. I know he can do burpees. I know he's very strong. So I just take that and I think, well, he's probably going to destroy me in this workout because I'm suffering so much. So I'm going to, you're right. I'm going to give it everything I've got. And I think with quarterfinals and semifinals, I end up so sore afterwards because I absolutely throttled the throttled hit the throttle as right. much as i could you know and you're right at the games if you've got that if you've got a lead you could tap the brakes it's okay you know i i remember yep. when we were doing the parallel uh parallel bar elizabeth i did create quite a lead and at the very end i was able to just walk off the parallettes and walk up onto the platform and if that was some sort of virtual blind competition you bet i would have been jumping screaming i would have been you know furiously working my way like a panic through that uh, so yeah, it's it's never a given, and the invites are always just as special every single year. Uh, there's no guarantees. So next chapter is um, for me. I move on to uh, it's time to time to start carefully training for the games. It's not really full throttle games training time quite yet. We've got 12 weeks. Still very early. Yep. Yeah, very early. 12, 12, 10 or 12 weeks, and it's just not time to hit the throttle and try to become the fittest on earth by you know the middle of June. So uh, it's a careful throttle, and uh, I've, I've you know made some changes in my programming, uh, and that will we'll talk about that at a future date here. Uh, but it was really nice a week after semifinals now for me to get back into training, to have two full sessions, to uh, be back in that training mode. You know, the last time I really pushed it, it was in semifinals where you are selling it and you are frying your central nervous system to a, it's just a burnt crisp when you're done. Like intensity sounds terrible after that. But uh, now it's been a week and I was able to actually, you know, hit the throttle a little bit in a workout. I don't know, I think I did 160 GHD sit-ups today. So I'm going to be plenty sore and I, I'm ready. I'm ready to be sore again. I mean, you know, just standard training sore, uh, right? <laughs> I, I have had trouble with some intensity in the latter part of the week uh, yeah. as well. It just didn't, nothing clicked 
yet. I mean, I've tried, uh, but I did do a fair amount of GHDs on Saturday, and I'm still extremely sore to the touching my abs. So, and this is two days, two days later. So, look, uh, I understand. Yeah, uh, the intensity will come back, but again, it's you and I have very different goals now as yeah. we approach. Um, you know, the middle part of May. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so the, the question will be for you, as you work your way through the season, um, do your goals change going into 2024? Or do you look to that year as you know what, I'm, you'll be 52. And mm-hmm. uh, in a 50 to 54, 50, 54 year, year old age group, uh, you know, I won the games. No, I qualified for the games for the first time as a 42 year old, I won the games at 43. So there is there is room anywhere in an age group. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah. I mean, you'll have some guys coming up. I know some of the guys entering your age group oh, uh, next year. So I've already, uh, yeah. Good luck. You know them. That's, you know these guys. Yeah, I know at least a few of them. And there's always the three or four that you go, oh my gosh, I didn't realize they had a birthday too. I know. I forgot. So, I forgot this guy's coming. Yeah. Um, so you'll, you'll have that. But do you think, uh, you know, as you, as you start to get towards the end of this year to next year, uh, plans to, to obviously try to make a run because you're, you're fit enough. You're, if you're healthy, make a run next year. A lot of it's going to come down to health, but yeah, yep. I mean, everything will line up. I mean, I see no reason why not. Uh, you yep. throw your best effort out there and we'll see, did the changes and the growth that we would like to expect happen over yep. this next training year, did it all play out the way you wanted it to? Um, that's when you hope that the work that you did pays off. Well, as you make your plans, you'll share them with us, right? So that we can get an eye into the, the off season of, of Rick Stevenson. I'll share them with some people about that <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> that's totally. what i'm saying right now yeah i you know i'm there a guy that a I sh- or two that goes out to certain people yeah i share almost everything people are they're like oh jason you're so generous you share so much i share almost everything uh but there's just a little bit that rick gets to know but not everyone gets to know you know you you yeah. share yeah. You, you keep a little bit back because it it we are blessed to be able to be competitors and and warriors that go out to battle. And so you you don't always tell your your, your the, the other team like, hey, you know, we're going to throw a long bomb on this next pass. By the way, like, we're not going to th- say yeah. that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll 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 play we'll we'll play our hand or we'll tip our hand just a little bit. Um. Well, we're getting to that point in the show, Rick. We're just right on time. Where it's time for some picks of the week. You know, last week we just had so much to talk about that. I don't even know if we even we didn't even touch on it. We're like, God, we're already over we an did. hour, no. so we just skipped it. Yep. So we're just gonna get right back to it. So, do you have a pick for us for the week? Fire away. I do. My pick is a follow up from an earlier pick. So I don't know if that's a cop out or it's progress. Let's put it this way. There I it have is. A, I have a I have a legitimate plate carrier. I am ready for Murph. Okay. I finally did, you- did dive in. I did go with the rogue plate carrier. Uh, just made sense. Got another. I got some more good feedback uh, from another buddy, uh, and it uh, it made sense from a pricing perspective and what yeah. I needed it to do. I didn't need all the bells and whistles or the crazy on and off whatever. It it's simple. It's uh, it's got the weight. Loaded the plates in. Uh, one, I will not embarrass my girls as I walk the dog around the neighborhood with uh, wearing my brand new rogue plate carrier. But uh, oh, come on, I will I will continue to do that with with. Uh, Dad pride there, but uh, yes, it, so far uh, the testing that I've done with it just uh, just little bit. Uh, it is I'll, I'll give a better uh, recap later on, but it's what I thought it was going to be. I think the description on the website was accurate. My buddy's description was accurate. Um, it's it's functional. It's not not too much, but it's enough where the weight sits and how it's yeah. going to react to doing pull ups, push ups, and uh, yeah. Squats. 
have you run with it? You've run with it uh, already. I've have only you done walked some with it. Okay. I've only, but I've it only feels walked. good. I'm it's not it doesn't this week. Yeah, doesn't bounce off your chest. Doesn't, doesn't hurt. Doesn't yet. bounce okay. like some do. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So well, a rogue plate carrier. All right, rogue plate carrier. I will. Man, I want to offer you some sort of dollar amount or something if you would at least for the next thirty days take your dog for a walk shirtless with a plate carrier, uh, just to <laughs> just to be sure yes. that the neighborhood knows and film, that they're film it for you. Yeah, yeah, they're they're currently in the presence of a of a games athlete. Um, you know, that's one we, way to do it. We need the temperature up a little bit more here in Northeast ah, Ohio. Yeah, fair let's, enough. Let's get the let's get the oh, temperature up. Well, I'll tell you, I'm currently in Little Rock, Arkansas, and Here's what I found about Little Rock, Arkansas. It's the hottest place on the planet. It's I've never been in a hotter environment. Uh, it, it, it literally, I mean, if you were to, if I were to close my eyes and you dropped me into this place, I would think I was in the the Amazon rainforest. It's so hot and so humid. Um, I don't even understand how many clothes people wear per day here because I'm at two to three outfits a day uh, with two training sessions. Like. You just, you don't get dry. So I'm, the clothes are, I've got wet clothes laying around, drying and fans. And anyway, that's enough. But, but Little Rock, Arkansas, really enjoying it, actually. It's, it's really nice. It's 89 degrees and a thousand percent humidity. So we're getting it kind of cooked down here. Really fun. My pick of the week is something completely off the topic of CrossFit, fitness, anything like that. Uh, I've just been using something for years and my wife is like, well, why you should share that as a pick. So it's, it's something called privacy. <laughs> um, it's actually an app or a, uh, it, it's a Chrome plugin or an app called privacy. So the way this works, let's say that you sign up for something online and it, whether it's sketchy or you don't really want to provide uh, your actual credit card, I always feel nervous providing my own, my primary credit card uh, as I'm filling out a form. Or maybe you want to do, uh, you know, just try something for one month on a subscription and you're afraid you're going to forget to cancel it. You use privacy. It connects with your checking account. And when you uh, sign up for this particular website or a particular subscription, privacy will actually create a credit card that can be set for a one-time use, like one-time $75 use or a max of $10 or uh, there's multiple variants that you can put in there. So it will, it will charge your bank account. You know, you'll, you'll spend on that particular, uh, first month of subscription. And then the next time that that subscription tries to ping that credit card, that one-time use credit card, it will, it will bounce. Um, so they will not charge you. It will not charge you. And that's a good rule. It reminds me, I get an email that says, Hey, you're, subscription payment didn't go through. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I didn't want to keep that. If I do want to keep it, I'll go log in and I'll put my actual credit card in there. But it's a really, really friendly way to just try things out. And I, again, it's, it's, I think it's called privacy.com is where you get it. It's a Chrome plugin. Mm -hmm. I use it all the time. Uh, I use it on my phone. You've got privacy. Uh, do you know privacy, Rick? No, I'm looking at okay. it right now. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. I got to tell you. Privacy.com. It's a lifesaver. I mean, you can create hundreds and hundreds of credit card numbers uh there it's there's no limit and uh it's there's no charge there's no subscription service thing is essentially free they must take you know, one thousandth of a percent of every charge but it doesn't matter because really what i'm doing is i'm protecting uh you know any future charges on this one particular thing so i love it privacy.com it's it's been a lifesaver i've i swear over the past five years six years that i've had it i've used it hundreds of times and you can actually go in and see all the credit card. you can name one like one might i might be uh you know maybe i want to be on the whiteboard subscription um something i would just try it out and now you actually title the temporary credit card that i could go back through and see all these temporary credit cards that i created over the years oh yeah i remember when i tried that it was kind of fun um 
So it's really fun. It's, you know, I forget things. I don't want to set a reminder to cancel a subscription. So I just use privacy. And as soon as a charge goes through, but it actually bounces, I get an email. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm, I don't want to subscribe to that. You're done. Yeah. I'm no done. Kidding. So it's a little, I mean, it's, I'll take a it's look great. At that. I mean, it's actually, it's just, that's a life hack that I think masters athletes, you know, we, we pay attention to where our money goes. Uh, so privacy.com, uh, uh, clearly not sponsored. I have absolutely no affiliation with them, but it's just something that's so incredibly helpful. Uh, anything else, Rick? I think we've covered quite a lot tonight. A lot today. A lot it's of news been, today. Uh, it's a lot to talk about. So, well, I appreciate with it. that, enjoyed it. We, uh, we appreciate y'all tuning in to us. Um, it's it's really fun. This is a highlight of our week, as we mentioned. So with that, guys, if you found this episode to be helpful, we'd be grateful if you could take just a quick moment, jump on to the Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave us a five-star rating uh, or any of your preferred podcast apps. Your support helps us reach more listeners and grow the Masters community. Until next time, get bolder, not older. See you next week.